2: I'm Rob Black talking money, investing in more. Thanks for listening. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Dow cracks 23,000. Woo. Nice big round number. Will it close there? I'd hope so because it cracked by 112 points out of the open. A lot of Trump advisors coming out and saying, we need tax reform, otherwise the market will crash. We need permanent change to the tax code. These are the phrases that are being thrown around out there. Um, IBM shares are surging. IBM kind of inked a deal recently um, with Apple. No, that was GE, General Electric. IBM, different company, whoops. Typo correction. That's one of the reasons you need to be careful. Uh, IBM shares surged 5% after the world's biggest computing company beat expectations. This is something that they have not done in a long time. There's no initial signs of changes to major brokerage trading recommendations or price targets. So is this a first move of many or was this just a one-off? So most analysts are pleased to see the quality of IBM's earnings improve. Um, IBM has struggled more so than their peers like Oracle and Microsoft to adjust to the world changing to a cloud market computer sort of world. I don't even know if that's a phrase. It is what it is. So yesterday we had a little bit of a buying interest at the end of the day, and then you get the Dow 23,000, and then you get IBM, and IBM's kind of powering the Dow a little bit more. So it's had 22 straight quarters that IBM hasn't reported any revenue growth. Whoa. So, um, but it did drop this quarter too, but four tenths of a percent. Um, IBM's influence is clear. So it's uh, it itself, you know, has powered the market above that 23,000. It's almost like, who's going to carry the Dow higher next time? And IBM, uh, you know, it's gone through the financials. It's gone through Apple. It's gone through some tech stocks. It's gone through some industrials like Caterpillar. And it's finally IBM going, we'll do it. We'll carry the torch. You're like, whoa, that's a husky voice. Where did that come from? You didn't smoke it all day, IBM? Pretty much so. Citigroup upgraded Merck to buy from Neutral. That helps. Um, you get a strong earnings report from Lam Research. who makes semiconductor equipment. That helps. Applied materials should be looked at. In that news, again, Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin guaranteeing President Trump will sign a major tax bill by year-end. That helps. Rising oil prices have helped uh, show that there's worldwide demands because there's some drawdowns of inventories. If we're consuming oil, we're doing something with it. We don't just drink it. We typically power airplanes or factories with it. Or cars. Cars. Rick Ocasek and the Cars. So, you might think I'm crazy. Dow is going to 24,000. It may not be this year. Okay, I'm done. So, he was hooked up with Paula Porchakova. I saw Rick Kasik once with Paula Porchakova in um, New York and um, the park. There we go. And uh, they're walking bikes and uh, right in, getting ready to go into the park. He is grotesquely thin. She is incredibly beautiful on their way to a bicycle ride in Central Park. So, this was one of those albums. Do you remember this album? I do, so... Uh, in the videos, holy on the videos, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Richard Theodore Ocasek, so he had a T in his name, but he drops that to make it a little bit easier to, uh, chit-chat about. Um, anyway, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air, anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Um... A lot of people wonder, is Rick Ocasek alive? He's one of those people that he doesn't look like he is, even when he is alive. So you question whether or not he's alive. A little more Rick Ocasek. He's been married to Paulina Porchikova since 1989. She was in the video for Drive, but they're already married by the time that happened. Got two sons. I wonder how he's doing financially. You always wonder that, right? He's got six sons from three marriages. The man knows how to make boys. Anyhow, I'm totally digressing, and I don't mean to. Um, I do always wonder how much people are worth. His net worth: twenty-five million dollars. Twenty-five million dollars. I'm 6'2", he's 6'3", so when I saw him pushing a bicycle into Central Park, I, I noticed. It, it, but when you notice my weight versus his weight, <laughs> he was a waif. He was a cracker. Like He had no nothing on his bones. Okay, I'm digressing, aren't I not? Um, housing starts declined 4.7% month over month to a seasonally adjusted annual rate of 1.1 million. Building permits, which are a leading indicator, decreased 4.5% to a seasonally annual adjusted rate of 1.2 million. Key takeaway from this report is there's weakness in starts and permits. That's very much so concentrated in the South. You've heard with real estate it's all about location, location, location. There's some truth to that. It suffered the biggest hit from the hurricanes. The South did, so one could reasonably assume that the October results will show better numbers unless there's a big earthquake in the next 10 days. Uh, could happen, or big earthquake, or big i should have said natural disaster because now if it's an earthquake you're all gonna go ooh he's psychic and yes i can see your dead mother over your shoulder right now and she says she misses you very much so frauds frauds they're all frauds so um housing okay that's a decent projection the month over month decrease in building permits was all tied towards multi-family units uh, single-family permits were flat uh, permits are always important because it's talking about you know, what are we going to do in the future. And, you know, you keep hearing on Wall Street the phrase, uh, past performance not indicative of future results. And it's true. 10 year Treasury sits at 2.34%. A um, little asset rotation that uh, non defeat the, the stock market just won't, just won't fatigue. So, uh, no market correction, no fear. No fear means 10 year Treasury probably going to see. Uh, you know, some, some higher notes, some higher yields down the road when there is a rotation into fear. So I'm Rob Black. I'm talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Steve Mnuchin says the stock market will tumble if uh, Trump's tax plan doesn't pass. I'll tumble for you. I'll tumble for you. Wouldn't that be great if we can get um, music video stars in the 1980s and 1990s to come out and sing for Trump during press announcements? A little Karma Karma chameleon little boy george going all tumble for you uh, i think it would be fantastic mnuchin is absolutely guaranteed the tax bill will be on president trump's desk by early december he also addressed the estate tax repeal cutting taxes to the rich and eliminating the state and local tax deductions i'll talk about this and more but predicting the stock market will tank without tax reform uh... me and my guest yesterday we talked a little bit about the idea of if we do get these tax reforms in 2018, that could be a callus because we've already got a pretty good 2017. An interesting thought of where we are. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more.
3: You asked it as I laid in the black grave with my father in a cat. I had no plans.
1: We're making financial sense of your portfolio. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220
3: KDOW. We're
2: I'm Rob Black, talking money Investing in more Mike and I work on the show and We do our very best to try to bring you Decent music that's on the edgier side of new And uh, I hope you appreciate it I do my best to try to be infotaining And sometimes it's a hit, sometimes it's a mess I don't expect you to be part of the 10-hour club. Those who are are lunatics. So, but I do appreciate those who do listen 10 hours plus a week. Now it's a 12-hour club because I do stock talk on Mondays and Thursdays. So tomorrow I'm going to do a whole hour dedicated to talking stock from 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. Donald Trump loves me. So um, healthcare stocks are outperforming the broader market today. Um... There were some partnerships announced. Anthem uh, is going to partner with CVS Health to launch its own pharmacy benefit management company called IngenioRx. Sounds chi- uh, Japanese as IngenioRx. In. US Bank Corp in the news today. Uh, they're a little bit lower. Um, inline earnings, Goldman Sachs in the news. They're um, tumbled yesterday, bouncing back today. So I, I do like the financial stocks. I do, I do. I cannot lie. As George Washington once infamously said, although I bet if we put the fire to that one, uh, perhaps he did. So Stephen Inchin is, I think, the headline of the day. Headline of the day. Boom, Bom boom, 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 Bom boom. Bom, 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 bom. He said that the markets have baked into it, high expectations for a significant corporate tax cut, helping to boost stocks to recent all-time highs. Um, yesterday, I was talking with my guest, and uh, he and I were talking for briefing.com, Patrick O'Hare, that what if the tax cut happens next year and 2017 is up for the year and then 2018 gets to move to record highs also because of the tax cuts like, whoa. And then I started thinking about this and you know, I've been in the market 2025 20, years now and it's been a pretty glorious run. How many more what ifs? What if we get tax reform next year? And what if the year after we come up with a breakthrough on the internet and you know, we're able to like send emails with our brains or something like that. And that powers the market higher. Uh, it's all wonderful but a lot like the movie The Jerk, where he comes up with a new form of, uh, was it glasses or something like that? But ultimately, the glasses cause you to go cross-eyed. <laughs> in the beginning, it was fantastic, but in the end, it was a, a curse. So be careful on the what-ifs. If Ifs and buts were candy, that's what a party would have. And if it drives the market higher next year, that's you know a great concept. But uh, what are some of the ramifications that could come with it? So Steve Mnuchin talking tax plan cuts and I don't know. I I feel like I'm a cynic. I feel like I'm sarcastic. It, do we really think that this Congress is going to start working with the president uh when we've seen healthcare reform just shot down again and again and uh just the the nastiness on emails and such. Oh, did you see that horrific gruesome broken ankle last night? Holy macro is all say. Um eddie murphy once did a comedy routine where he's talking about you know he, he, he was just sitting there and he was watching this guy eat his ice cream he's licking his ice cream and he's licking his ice cream and then ice cream or chuck comes around the corner and hits him and his ice cream cone goes up in the air and uh it was awful it was awful <laughs> like i was watching the game last night grabbing a bite to eat and it was awful um the foot's supposed to go kind of straight and it was Definitely at a 90-degree angle from where it should have been. Not good. And it wasn't because of good stretching, if you know what I'm saying. Um, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. And uh, Harvey Weinstein. Um, Don't call me Weinstein. Uh, Sexual harassment. Issue really brings to front... um, How things from your past can haunt you. And how things, bad behavior haunts you. So, you couldn't have said someone had a better career than what he had. And bad behavior, inappropriate behavior, illegal behavior, bringing him down hard.
1: That is not Um, appropriate behavior, okay?
2: Something tells me he's gonna be financially okay. And that is kind of the sickening thing of it. In America, we are almost rewarded for being bad. Um, You know, Bernie Madoff, he's in jail for life. But if he got out, something tells me he would have a pretty good life. And, again, that's just unbelievably sad and kind of a fact of life, right? 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about money, investing, and more. Um, and that's one of the reasons I, I tell you, be careful when people promise you 7% real estate returns and they make it sound like it's easy. There's no 7% returns that are easy. There's not. And when people are doing that, someone's getting hurt. So be cautious on annuities where you get guarantees for life. Uh, there's no guarantees for life. There isn't. It's fully downgraded by Bank of America on new concern that it's paying employees too much. Holy mackerel. I have, this has not gone full circle. You're not paying people enough. We're not coming to your store now. You're paying people too much. So Bank of America is slashing Chipotle's earnings targets for 2018, 2019, saying that you know the company you know has a problem on its hands. They believe that further gains from trimming hours will prove difficult, which limits the opportunity to get labor below 27% of sales, even if traffic recovers. So they're downgrading the stock to underperform from neutral. I've seen a lot of things. But cutting back labor costs any further than has, obviously, then you start going to the store and, like, there's no one there or food's not getting out fast enough or service isn't getting delivered quick enough or there's not enough happiness there because everyone's struggling and stressed. So launching its own queso nationwide um, due to you know, growing competition in the world of queso, probably not going to be enough to help is the analyst' thought on that. That's not good. That's not good. 800 516 1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything else that we want to talk about, we can talk about? What else is there to talk about? Um, I've seen a big move in e health recently. Apple's talking about some initiatives of potentially setting up um, health clinics. Where I know you're saying Apple. And now I'm seeing that eHealth is going to offer insurance companies um, alternatives. So you're going to hear more and more about apps, more and more about medical devices, more and more about Apple. We've got plenty of show left for you. Don't go anywhere. Want me to talk about something? Push me. Robert, Rob at com. It's Robert Rob at
1: where investors rule. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW. So baby, pull me closer in the backseat of your robe that I know you can't afford. Bite that tattoo on your shoulder. Pull the sheets right off the corner of the matches that you stole. From your roommate, I can't hold the ring down again. Your comments and questions are always welcome. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW.
2: sound like it needed to be recorded i'm not sure if you're with me or against me but it doesn't sound like it ever needed to be recorded i'd buy that for a dollar jp morgan's talking today that they're saying the latest poor nfl ratings data for the nfl season is befuddling ratings for the nfl decrease six percent year-over-year in aggregate the bank cites how football ratings have declined five out of the last six weeks so far this season. Ratings are down 6% season to date. Um, that's a trend that if you were to invest in, you would say that football has probably had a peak in the United States. It's a little bit early, right? Five out of six weeks. Ratings down 6%, but when you're talking about billions of dollars, 6% is ooh a lot of money. Theories, theories, theories abound. I think... And this is according to Chris Sims. The NFL has made it too easy for young fans to stream condensed versions of the game. So you don't have to watch the whole game. I think that's crazy. <laughs> um, I think, says another analyst, that uh, significant entries to Aaron Rodgers, J.J. Watt, Odell Buckham, and Julian Edelman are not helping ratings when your star players are going down. Um, I think, says another analyst, that when you have Donald Trump uh, claiming the NFL is due to controversy uh, tied towards the flag with ratings. So you have analysts now starting to downgrade 21st Century Fox um, because that's how they make their money. And how companies like 21st Century Fox, Fox News, and Fox Sports, uh, when they go out of their way to, um, and CBS obviously also publicly traded, they go out of their way to give record dollar figures to the NFL and the NFL goes out of their way to share record dollars with the players and in order to pay for the players and you know all the equipment and everything like that they go out of their way to pass that on to you and me where going to a game is pretty expensive um long story short um long story short is there a long story short there probably is not a long story short uh, long story short is that I don't know if I'd be an investor with those disturbing trends. So, um, 800-516-1220 calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. A little bit of fear out there for PG&E, a publicly traded company, and the wine country wildfires could loom over PG&E for uh, months. Um, fires were started very well likely, and I'm, again, I'm a fire marshal starter or anything like that. Um, but you've seen heavy selling in the stock for quite a while, and if you're you, were to, you know, push comes to shove here, when power lines go down and they spark fires, and who's responsible for those power lines? In the end, PG&E, right? Um, but responsibly, how can they do all that and deliver good service to you without raising prices hand over fist? So. Uh, shoddy maintenance is a huge problem. Flawed record keeping is a huge problem. And let the lawsuits begin. You can find me online at roblackshow.com. It's roblackshow.com. Let's bring in Tony Mendez. Talk a little bit about the mortgage industry and what we're seeing out there. If you're buying a home in um, the Marin, North Bay, right now, um, it is a lot of competition because there's a lot of displaced people. Joining me now, Tony Mendez. Bay Area Loan Source.com. I own a home or two and a business property that I feel comfortable with a statement. If I die, you could rent that puppy out because I got really low interest rates on all three properties. And I think all three would cash flow pretty nicely. So as a landlord, I feel like I'm in control. Do you see where this is going? Landlords are taking over the housing market in the United States, making it a a market of the haves and the have nots. Um and when you don't have, you you want. Now what's one of the interesting twists on that is sometimes the millennials are surprising us. Um they don't want what we wanted. So from generation to generation, you know, I've always wanted a vacation home. Millennials today are like screw that. I'm going to get an Airbnb in 20 different locations over the next 20 years. I'm, you're not going to tie me to one location for 20 years. I'm like, Ooh, and then you have the millennials who are upsetting, not just me and my thinking of permanence, but the hotel industry is having problems because the millennials like, why would I pay $400 a night for your teeny tiny hotel room when I could pay $400 for someone's house on Airbnb? Um, and there 's a point there <laughs> well that 's a good point kind of thing, so if you haven 't done airbnb it 's something you should potentially check into, but be very, very cautious. make sure you read the replies that people leave because for one you know instance i don 't want to be on property with other people so i don 't want quote unquote half the house um, and i don 't want to be on property with like maybe a landlord um, you know I get some intimate time with my lady um, I want to be able to go, like, into the living room naked and into the bedroom naked you know, scream and yell and make it sound like a football game is going on or something like that. Head to the kitchen and grab food and go back to the living room and maybe see what the patio is all about. Can't do that with a landlord there, can you? So make sure you read about the Airbnb requirements. Is that
4: not true, Mr. Tony Mendoz? Uh, I think you're describing my first experience with Airbnb. <laughs> maybe, maybe I am. <laughs> uh, it, it was interesting. It was at the beach. I'm not going to tell you what beach um, south of here.
3: If everybody had a and
4: And you tell me? Huh? What's the big secret? Well, the, the first, the, the listing wasn't even... It was Monterey. Okay, it was close to Monterey, and it was the listing wasn't even in the the neighborhood where the house was actually at because the HOA, if they would have found out, would have you know had some repercussions there. So they listed the property in the wrong community for, for the, in the first place. Turned out that the the community that was in it was actually quite better and right on the beach. You could actually see whales from there. It was, it was quite nice. But we did have the landlord guy was there. And the house was full that weekend, and he actually slept on the patio outside. Um, very interesting scenario. And he kind of walked around in his underwear and made sure that the place was clean and the toilets were paper was all there and the dishes were all there. So be very careful. My
2: favorite landlord story that I could tell you is that I was renting a place, uh, a flat and the landlord would come in. It's flat with three levels. So there's three flats and, uh, he would come into the house, which is kind of weird when you're not home. Um, he'd go in the backyard to pee. So, out of the three levels, the three of us all saw him pee numerous times in the backyard, and two of the levels were occupied by women, which I found, like, that's almost sexually weird. That's inappropriate. Ah! So, but it's his property. But
4: it's inappropriate.
2: inappropriate. Do you have any good landlord stories like that?
4: Well, I mean, I'm, I'm a landlord. Well, uh, no, do you have any good, have you ever <laughs> peed in your tenant's place? <laughs> oh, no, no, um... It's tricky being a landlord. Uh you know my my um my parents owned a house for many years, a uh, rental property. They had to evict the tenant because they by shotgun because the guy would run around naked at night. Um and in fact when they picked him up, he was naked. So there's some crazy things that landlords have to go through. Uh um, I mean, the, the story here is that there are more landlords now today, as the you know we're hitting 50-year lows in homeownership rates. Uh, that means more people are buying homes that they're not living in, uh, and we know. You know what the, I loved about what you just said? You said it's tricky, and the first thing I thought about was Run DMC, because that goes back to
2: my age of rap, right? It's tricky, tricky to rock a rhyme to rock a rhyme. That's right on time. It's, it's tricky. tricky. Like white boy cannot do rap. Shouldn't even come close to rap. I was, I was. I'm like Irish white, I Scottish white. Like I'm super, super white. I'm three shades paler than you which is pretty pale. I go to Hawaii, and like I basically have to wear long-sleeve
4: shirts.
3: My recital,
4: I think is very vital. To Run DMC? Right on time, it's tricky, tricky, here we go. Run
2: DMC and the Hall of Fame? Sure. I, Why not? Just for one song?
4: Anyway, we're going to have... Uh, now I think you're, you're, you're wrong. I think they had quite a few more than one song.
2: Don't correct me. That's like correcting the, 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 the quiz master himself, Alex Trebek. Alex Trebek's always right. Uh, you find Tony Mendez at com. That's com. Employees who are dealing with fallout from a fire may be able to use sick leave or family leave if someone is sick or children have to leave school or a child's school is closed crazy what fire and natural disasters can do to families. Employees who no longer have a place to work probably have to apply for disaster unemployment assistance with California's Employment Development Department. There's no legal leave options for people who might get evacuated or are dealing with a destroyed or damaged home, but employers may grant it anyway. California employment lawyers are going to be pretty busy, um, though they don't receive a lot of phone calls during natural disasters. Uh, Typically, employers just do the right thing. And uh, it's one of those things that you probably don't think a lot about when you're seeing houses burn. You're like, oh, the memories of all the baby photos. But for someone's house to burn down who is a retiree, it's probably a lot easier than someone whose house burns down who has to go to work that day and has kids who can't go to school. So the magnitude and the devastation is pretty crazy. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show.
1: You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW on the My Heart Radio app. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220
2: KDOW. Man, if you can't learn from the headlines every single day, there's something wrong with you. Tom Petty was reportedly taken off life support. You know why? Because he wanted to be. He previously established expressing his wishes if he couldn't make decisions that that decision be made for him. Most individuals don't make provisions for their end of life care, and it can add up the decision. It's very costly. Making proper end of life decisions sucks because you're stipulating what would you want if you can't have that decision yourself. Spending for out of pocket medical expenditures in the last year of life averages about eleven thousand six hundred dollars. Um, if you take healthcare inflation into effect, that's about eighteen thousand, and it's only going to get more and more expensive. So cardiac arrest is going to affect a lot of us. Uh, do not resuscitate order uh, can save your family a lot of pain, it can save your family a lot of money when you're a goner. So you want to avoid some conflicts and set it up a uh, durable power of attorney with an attorney, and there's some estate planning issues there. I talk about estate planning issues with Michelle Lerman at our seminars with CFP Chad Burton. You can sign up for one coming up in Los Gatos. Use the code RADIO25 to get in for free. It's in the middle of November. It's on a Thursday night. You can sign up at robblackshow.com. Robblackshow.com. Use the code RADIO25. And to get a little bit of taste of what CFP Chad Burton does, here's a sampling from his Thursday morning 6 a.m. show, Mondays and Thursday mornings. Uh, New Focus on Wealth with CFP Chad Burton.
3: Do I have any NUA stock in my 401k plan? So if you look in your 401k plan and you worked for Microsoft or Lockheed Martin or some other company that you got employer stock typically as a matching contribution or something else, inside that 401k, you have net unrealized appreciation stock. And I'll talk about what you can do with that later. But if you have that type of situation, you may need more advice and more accounts. Okay, but let's just say you call and they say, no, you don't have any NUA, you don't have any after-tax contributions. The next step is choose where you want the money to go. Choose where you want your IRA to be. Do you want to do it yourself and buy stocks and ETFs? Well, if so, then you'd go to like a TD Ameritrade, a Fidelity or a Schwab, and open up a brokerage account an IRA account that you're going to manage on your own. But if you want an advisor, you have to find an advisor first. So you have to go through that process. And you always want to make sure you're working with a certified financial planner that says they act as a fiduciary and they're fee only. And you ask them, how do you get paid? And you have a very clear understanding of that. And what do they do for those services? Do they actually do financial planning or just manage the account? Because if it's just account management, the fees are going to be cheaper. But if they're looking at your overall financial picture, the fees might be a little bit more expensive, and you've got to make sure it's worth it to you and your family. So once you make that choice on where you want the money to go, you open up an IRA. Now, most good CFPs or registered investment advisors that are CFPs, they use Fidelity, Schwab, or TD Ameritrade and your account is there. So the the advisor will open up the account for you, the IRA account for you. You need the account number. Once you have the IRA account number, you can then call the former employer's four hundred one K eight hundred number and say, Hey, I want to do a rollover. I have an IRA. I want to roll over my old four oh one K into an IRA. And two things one of two things will happen. Either they will do this over the phone and handle everything over the phone, or they'll send you some rollover forms. The most typical thing these days is they do the rollover over the phone. Now, the one hang-up is that they'll ask you, have you seen the tax notice? So right away, you want to go to the 401k website and look at the tax notice so you can say yes to this question. If they ask you, have you seen the tax notice, say yes, because the tax notice is just the notice for people that are doing it wrong. It's a notice that says, if you take this money in cash, you're gonna we're going to withhold 20%, but the taxes are going to be much higher. And that's not what you're doing. You're doing a direct rollover to an IRA. So say yes, you've seen the tax notice. The other hang up on the forms, if they send you the forms, is they ask you about this withholding. And people say, well, why, why are they asking me how much I want to withhold? I thought there was a tax rate. It is. You're doing a direct rollover. So the withholding question isn't applicable to you. So the steps are, if you know you want to roll over your 401k, you find out who you want to have manage it, yourself or an advisor. Then you open up the IRA account, you get the account number, you call the former 401k company and say you want to do a rollover. And they're going to either do it over the phone or they're going to send you forms. If they do it over the phone or if you complete the forms, they actually mail the check to you made out to your IRA. And you just turn it over, turn around and mail it into the institution, and you have a 401k rollover. At the end of the year, you'll get a 1099, showing that you've done a rollover, and a 5498 from the IRA, showing that the IRA received the rollover. It's all good. Now, the 5498 comes after tax time, so don't be surprised when that comes, but um, that's what will come. So let's talk about when you have net unrealized depreciation. If you're a long-term employee, and you have employer stock in your 401k plan, you can get a special tax treatment. Okay? When you do the four oh one K rollover, you have the option to say, I'm gonna take my most of my money and roll it into an IRA, but if I have employer stock, I'm gonna send that into a regular normal brokerage account, a non-IRA account. And when you do that, you'll not you as long as you're over fifty nine and a half, or you've separated from service rather, and you're doing the rollover. It doesn't have to be over fifty nine and a half. It just has to do a complete rollover. When those Shares go into a non-IRA brokerage account. The only thing that you're going to pay taxes on is the cost basis in that stock. So if you have 2,500 shares of employer stock worth $100 a share, and the basis is $10 a share, when you roll that over, you're going to pay taxes on $25,000, ordinary income. The rest of that stock, which is currently worth $250,000, You don't pay taxes on that until you sell the stock. And when you do, you qualify for capital gains, which can be much, much lower. Much, much lower. So you could retire in December at 60, wait until January to roll your 401k over, do the NUA, live off the NUA stock for a couple of years at a very low capital gains bracket. Remember, there's a 0, 10, 15, and 20% capital gains bracket. Hi, this is Rob Black from
2: Rob Black and Your Money. Retirement planning is more complicated than ever, and it can be hard to even know where to begin but focusing on a few essential issues can help increase your income in retirement and your chances of enjoying a secure future. Join us for retirement income strategies and estate planning seminar Thursday evening, November 16th from 6.30 to 8.30 at the Toll House Hotel in Los Gatos. Registration is $25. Use the code RADIO25 to get in for free. Sign up at roblackshow.com. CFP Chad Burton is going to discuss transitioning your portfolio from accumulation phase to the income phase. Passive versus active portfolio management. Choosing the right accounts to draw from first. Minimizing your retirement income taxes, social security strategies, good and bad retirement products, and much, much more. In addition, I will discuss the market outlook, and attorney Michelle Lerman will explain how to update your estate plan to reflect the latest laws. It's Thursday, November 16th, 630 to 830 at the Toll House Hotel in Los Gatos. Registration is $25. Use the code RADIO25 to get in for free. Sign up at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com, and use the code RADIO25 to get in free.